It's the most anticipated WNBA season in history. And you know what that means. Court is back in session. Welcome to Queens of the Court, an Odyssey original podcast. I'm your girl, Cheryl Swoop. And I'm Jordan Robinson. All WNBA season long, we'll be bringing you interviews with star athletes, analysis on your favorite teams, and lots of hot takes. Order, order in the court. Follow and listen to Queens of the Court on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. This is Reception Perception, the show. James Cole and Matt Harmon. Now, you just put this bad boy out. I love this thing. It's the rookie roundup because, my God, who puts in the time to go watch random BYU players? Uh, You know, like prospects that prospects that may go in the fifth, sixth, seventh round. Some of these dudes aren't getting drafted. You know who's putting in the time watching this game tape? Matt Harmon, <laughs> but that's, these are the kind of players that What's are in the rookie roundup guy? as well. Yeah, I know. Seriously. Um, all right. Give me some dudes, uh, in the rookie roundup. Uh, how many players are in the rookie roundup? Like, uh, I, I, six, what was it? six, six, so, five or six, uh, okay, four, there you go. 14 total top, like profile, like full guys, full profiles, uh, 14 of those guys, six in here. I might be able to get a guy like Bryce Ford Wheaton in here. I, I might've, cause the thing with these rookie roundup guys, it's like, Okay, I don't have enough film to do full profiles on them. Like I right. maybe have two, three games, which is, I'm not comfortable doing like a full profile. You know, what's their percentile? Because it's just such a small look. Even the route right. charts, like, again, it's a small look. So I'm just trying to give you sort of like a baseline understanding of where they lined up, what role they might play. And yeah, if they're if these are guys that are going to go on day three, like, let's pay attention to them. So six guys in here right now. I'm desperately trying to hunt down some 2022 Tyler Scott film who's a, a guy who might go on the second day to get him <laughs> okay. in the roundup uh, i haven't I, I haven't been able to find any yet i i'm i'm, I'm still looking uh, I love that uh you're such a don't... sicko about this i love it uh, yeah so you know with all the free yeah. time i have i'm looking to add more guys maybe to the roundup but <laughs> yeah no so right now six six dudes are in there six dudes are in there. all right let me let me hit you on two guys um one guy that i really like another guy that's uh, a little bit more high profile um, let's it's Michael Wilson out of Stanford and Kayshawn booty out of LSU. I want to start with Wilson because uh, I'm a PAC 12 guy. I saw him play. Obviously went to Stanford. I don't like Stanford, but that's okay. Uh, <laughs> but I did like the game of Michael Wilson, uh, in 2022. Um, he's six two, 213 pounds. Now he ran a slow 40, a four, five, eight. That's not good. Mm-hmm. 37 and a half inch vertical. That's okay. 10, five broad jump. That's okay as well. Especially at that size, six, two, two, 13. Um, I think he's got a great catch radius. I'm not saying he's got the best hands in the world, but he can adjust to the ball in the air in, in a wide, in, in a wide area. That's what I like to see. That's one thing that's, uh, that I, I like to see about him. But I think the number one trait that, that comes off, uh, just watching him play, man, he is awfully comfortable in chaos, Matt. When mm-hmm. bodies are around him, this dude is absolutely, it's almost like he's more locked in. Um, and I, I love the fact that he's comfortable in chaos. Um, but what did you see uh, out of Michael Wilson out of Stanford? Yeah, um, Michael Wilson's really interesting. He's a guy who hasn't cleared 500 receiving yards since 2019 because he's dealt with a lot of injuries. Oh, um, man, yeah. But- I came away pretty impressed with Michael Wilson as a man coverage beater and a press coverage beater. Again, in this small sample for him, 69.2% success rate versus man, 70.4% success rate versus press. And where he's really impressive to me 
are on, you know, I say this a lot, base NFL routes, like the dig and the curl. You're going to be running these at a high rate in the NFL. And especially if you're a pure outside receiver, what what's makes Wilson interesting is that 82.8% of his sampled snaps were out wide. He split his time between flanker and X. Um, I, and look, we're talking about a lot of slot receiver prospects in this class. Like, yeah. so if he's a guy who could be a sleeper outside receiver, we should be really interested in him. And and he's a guy who crushed the senior bowl, had a great senior bowl week. Cause I think he's got a pretty good understanding of how to run routes. Um, and again, especially against man coverage, certainly sometimes he'll run himself out of zone coverage. I think he needs to get a little bit better. there. 73.5% success rate. you like that to be higher, but, um, I'm glad you brought up the the the, the catch radius thing because he does get himself in position sometimes to win contested catches, but he's I I, I got problems with his ball skills for sure. Um, <laughs> okay, fair. <laughs> drop. I think that's drop. Fair. Yeah, yeah. Drop seven point seven percent of his targets in this sample. Um, his contest. He only won one of five contested targets. Again, small sample stuff. I don't want to kill him for this, but mm-hmm. um, that is one area that I think if he's going to become a, a starter, he needs to get a little bit better there. Um, but I do. Again, I could see him earning reps because he's really, he's really willing to do the dirty work. He likes to get yeah. in there and block. Um, he could be a special teams asset. All those are types of things that would stick. You help him stick on a roster, and then yeah, if he. If he continues to refine his route running, which he's already shown potential there, and he gets better with the ball skills, I could see him being like a starter at some point. I think from when, just from the line of scrimmage and, and with the ball in the air, a, a lot of it reminds me of Alan Lazard. Um, mm. And I, but I would say I, I just like him when the ball gets in his hands. I think he's better after the catch uh, than an Alan Lazard. Uh, but again, just kind of like you see that body comparison too, and that that feels very similar. Um, uh, so I, I don't know. I, I kind of sort of see a little bit of Alan Lazard uh, in his game with the ball in the air, and and he's got a little bit more upside, in my opinion, uh, when he's got the ball in his hands. Uh, but yeah. I want to talk about Kayshawn Booty out of LSU. He's got that pedigree uh, with the SEC and LSU and all of those things. He's 5'11", he's 195 pounds. He was a uh, you know, he ran a 4540. The numbers here, Matt, from a testing perspective, it just it doesn't match up. There's something wrong. I don't know was he hurt? Did he not want to do it? I don't know what's going on, but a 29-inch vertical, I've never seen that. Uh and a 9-foot 10-inch um broad jump. Again, sub 10. I don't know if I've ever seen that. Um, and again, I just feel like there's just no way that's that's right because when you pop on the game tape, man, he does show some athleticism. Um, you're pretty close to have never seen a vertical jump. It's the, according to mock draftable, that's the second percentile against uh, <laughs> uh, second percentile in their prospect database. 40, uh, 30th percentile on the broad jump, uh, as you mentioned, 54th percentile on the 40 yard dash. And the troubling thing to me, me James, is that you brought up. I'm, re- I'm going to really try to fr- I'm going to be very, very careful about how I phrase the next few sentences that I'm going to say about this, um, because y- the troubling thing is you brought up, like, did he not want to do it? I also found it extremely troubling that he d- he stood on all of these times at his pro day, especially right. the F the F and vertical jump, like go out and jump again. Try to jump again, please. Like, come on. I mean, 29 inches. He has to be able to do better than that. Um, I do think that the speed is very evident when you watch him. Um, I think especially when he get. I tweet. I tweeted one clip. <laughs> uh, 
James, I, I told you I started to watch the NFL players again, but um, yeah. and God, it's such a relief to get off a college tape. The number one thing that pisses me off about <laughs> co- watching college, there's a lot that pisses me off about watching college offenses. Not okay. on, I love, hey, give me beers and watch it on Saturday when I have yep, time, yep. which is never, uh, love it. That love watching college football, but like watching the pro- and trying to translate to the NFL, it's a nightmare. The worst thing is that for the ump, I, I, this guy in the, I, I can't stand the ump, bro. You know, he's in the NFL. They're behind. They're behind the offensive line. That is so random. Okay. No, it's not. And go, go watch the video I'm talking about here on my Twitter page. The ump is, you know, he's in like the trash of the defense, like at the linebacker level in college football in the NFL. He's behind the offense. This, ump, I mean, get that guy out of here. Like, I'm literally watching Kayshawn Booty get a get a crossing route, and the defender just runs into the ump, who of course yeah. he is because the ump is in the way, and then yeah. Booty just scampers down the field because he does have legitimate speed, but also because the guy who could have tackled him it runs That's into the so freaking ump. Get the ump out of here! I hate that. <laughs> can't wait to get. Can't wait to be watching NFL players again. Um, hey, but by, no, by I, the way, this 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 to- totally tangential here. But have you noticed too, like when you look at like officials in the NFL versus officials in college, the, the officials in college are always these dumpy old white guys, you know, <laughs> and like, and like in, in the NFL, I don't know why, but they're like, they're more in shape. You know what I'm yeah. saying? They're, oh, they're more I, fit. You know, there's always that asshole who will make a comment about like female referees in the NFL. Now it's like, well, you know what? At least those ladies know how to get the fuck out of the way. <laughs> big bo- those big boys in college are always, always in the way. Um, oh God, I mean, I'm a, I, I remember watching Jaden Reed. I like Jaden Reed a lot. Big Jaden Reed fan. I can't tell you how many times like this guy's running his routes right, like right, and this ump is right in the way. Do I call him open because the ump is about to tackle him? Anyways. <laughs> I, the ump, <laughs> the ump drives me crazy. Fix your sport, NCAA. Fix your sport. Um, you're so right, oh, though, about God. the dudes. The dudes are not. They're not the most in shape. So slam it. Yeah. Booty's yak numbers are boosted because because of, of that so play. Fun. I think it was against UCLA. Um, anyways, <laughs> back to football. He does have yes. legit speed. Um, yeah. But um, yeah, there's. There, I don't think he's the most sudden player in the world. I don't think he's the best. Um, change of direction ability. His success rate um, versus man coverage, 66.7%. That's right around average. Uh, 69.8%. That's pretty poor against zone coverage. And 53.3% success rate versus press. That is... Um, that's not good. That's really poor. And 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 I think he actually works. Another guy, he's, I think he works best out of the slot. Like, I was hoping to see some more potential outside receiver traits. Yeah. Um, right. when he can get going downfield on post routes and corner routes, he can definitely get open, but you know, I, I'm bringing it back to what I said at the top. And again, I want to be, I want to be careful about, um, what I'm saying here, cause I don't know Kayshawn booty and I don't want to make assumptions about him, but I just, w- there's a real lack of attention to detail, uh, in his game. There's a real lack, like there's a lot of sloppiness. Um, and I just worry that some of those concerns we're talking about from the pre-draft process and like the way that his wayward career kind of went down. Um, it, there were obviously injuries, but it just didn't sustain the hype that, that, that it was coming out of 2020. Right. I, I just worry that some of that shows up. So uh, yeah, he's definitely a guy you take in the fourth round. It could be like a developmental player, but um, yeah, I could, I could totally see his career going either way. I, I'm not sure I see enough to say he has a really, really high ceiling, but there are some NFL traits out there for sure. 
Hey everyone, this is Brett Boone. Would you know it? I've got a podcast going strong in our fourth year. Tune in as I sit down with my friends, some of the biggest names in sports, media, entertainment, for a lot of fun and in-depth conversations. As you know, baseball's been my life. It's been in the family for a long time, but it's a lot more than that here. It's sort of like taking a ride in a golf cart around a beautiful track. Join me every week for multiple episodes on the Brett Boone Podcast, available on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. I think he's got some NFL traits. I think the thing that um, I, and again, I haven't like sat down and watched a ton of Kayshawn Booty highlights or or game tape or anything, but I, I just don't feel like he's very good downfield either. Like I, I just didn't feel like, okay, does his ball tracking skills were average at best. I think his hands, especially Knock, on the deep yeah. balls are, are really average. Um, and those are the, those are the areas where I'm like, Hmm. Okay, if you've got that size, uh, and obviously you've shown some athleticism here, you, you'd like to see that from somebody who's going to play outside. Um, you talk about him sliding inside. Boy, Matt, I just don't even know if he's got the technique to play inside. So that's uh, yep. where I start getting getting really worried, right? Like a 67.6% success rate on the slant route? Come on, bro. Like, what is going on here? Sub-70 on the slant's bad, bro. Um, and and yeah, so I, I, just, I, I just don't... I. I don't know where he fits into the NFL. I mean, you could say he's just an athlete. Uh, okay. You could des- maybe you design some plays for him, some end of rounds, jet sweeps. I, I just don't know. But again, his testing numbers were complete ass. So it's like, what are we, what are we doing here? I don't know. You know, like where does he fit on an NFL roster? I really don't know. Yeah, I think that he – I don't know either. I think he'd be a pure developmental player who you kind of see what you, what you have going there. I ended up ranking a lot of guys uh, ahead of Kayshawn Booty um, because I do see the potential. I, again, I gave him kind of like an early day three, um, like a fourth round kind of tier mark there for him. But again, there are other guys like we talked about Tank Dell. I like Puka Nakua better than him. I like Michael Wilson who we just talked about better than him. So, uh, yeah, I, I, I just – not for me. Not for me. I think this is way too many technical lapses and, and the technical lapses are in route. The technical rap lapses are with his hands. Like I criticize, you know, Michael Wilson for like some, or, um, a, a t- tank Dell or one of the guys, uh, Marvin Mims. Sorry. That was, we talked about a lot of guys. So I criticize Marvin Mims for like some <laughs> focus drops every now and again. Yeah. That's different than like, I think Kayshawn booty has to rework his hand technique a little bit. Then, and, and that's harder to fix than some of the focus stuff. Yeah, that's a good point. All right, so there you go. If you want to read the rookie roundup, go to the website reception. Can Perception. I talk? Can I actually talk about yes. one more guy? I like I Please. like better, and I haven't talked about this guy yet anywhere. So, um, okay. I the more I the more I kept th- even writing up Parker Washington for the the roundup after charting him. I like this guy a lot. I really like Parker Washington. Okay. Um, look, he's another slot receiver. You're going to look at his success rate, 66.7% success rate versus man, 77% success rate versus zone. Those are right around the prospect average. So I'm not saying he's like a sleeping superstar or anything. He's 5'10", 204 pounds. He was injured throughout the pre-draft process. He was injured to end his season last year, but he did declare early. Um 67% of his sampled snaps were out of the slot. He was off the line for 70.7 out of Penn State. Um, but, I, dude, I think Parker Washington just has, like, a little bit of dog in him. I know it's a tired mm. thing, but I love I – th- I think his route running is pretty nice. Um, 75% success rate versus press. Didn't see it a ton, but 
I love his work off the line. I love his work on curl routes. He ran a curl route on 14.7% of the routes I charted. He was open yeah. on every single every single one of them, 100% success wow. rate. Uh, wow. But man, zone coverage, he knows how to work back. Um, he's also really good as a post route runner, kind of similar Parker Washington to his t- old teammate, Jahan Dotson. But where he was really interesting, James, uh, great hands. Didn't drop a pass in the games I sampled. Saw a contested target on 26% of his looks. He came away with a 75% contested catch rate. He has 91st nice. percentile hand size, despite being the shorter player. And that shows up with like those vice grips there. And he is a, again, a dog after the catch <laughs> in space on 13.8% okay. of his routes was only dropped on first contact on 33% of those. He is such a grinder. He clearly is a hard worker, rugged approach position based on the size, based on the way he a solid route runner who wins after the catch, who wins in the contest situations. He looks like a poor man's golden Tate to me. Um, I, mm. I know there's a ton, a ton of slots in this class. I get it. It's another slot receiver, another kind of smaller guy, but he's kind of like the arbitrage version. Like you don't get your guy later. I love taking Parker Washington in the fourth round. He might not even go that high because he hasn't had a clean pre-draft process, but I kind of think right. he's underrated. I kind of think he's underrated. The, the Golden Tate comp uh, is so good because, again, we're talking about a dude who can play inside, but, man, that guy was rugged. He would do all the things that you're talking about. He would just do all the dirty work, man. And And find me somebody who didn't love playing with Golden Tate. You won't find it, man. Like, well, maybe uh, Percy Harvin or or whatever. Didn't. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. But I'm just saying. I, I can't remember how overall, long. overall, people loved playing with Golden Tate. Um, from a football perspective, I, I won't speak uh, uh, to his uh, to his off the field uh, stuff. But as a football player, man, people loved Golden Tate. Um, and, and you know, and it, it was hard not to, too, right? Because again, this is the guy. A little bit like Heinz Ward, you know, where you're like, all right, he's not the greatest receiver in the world, but man, he does, he checks so many other boxes. You can't just help but be a fan uh, of his game. So uh, if you're telling me Parker Washington is of that mold, man, I, I'm I'm going to sit down and watch some game tape and uh, and see what we got. Yeah, it's not that exciting. I don't think he's the most exciting player in the world, but I just feel like that rugged, tough approach is going to get him on an NFL roster and. Um, I don't know, just a, a kind of a sleeper worth uh, monitoring in this draft class. Like I said, pretty similar to some of these other guys, not an X receiver or whatever, but um, somebody right. that I think could end up on an NFL roster at some point. You know, again, he declared early. He was a guy who had a good season last year, just got, ended up getting hurt. And, um, right. you know, we'll see. We'll see what happens.